Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. Are you a business owner or entrepreneur looking to take your business skills to the next level? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Enterprise Now Show. Prepare to be inspired, motivated, and transformed. And now, your host, LZ Flinnard. Can I get it? Oh, yeah. What's up, Enterprisers? Welcome to episode 86 of the Enterprise Now podcast, where we educate, motivate, inspire, and transform business owners and entrepreneurs into success. That is what we do. We help folks launch, grow, and maximize. In this episode, I talk with Eric Reed of Eric Reed Coaching. Eric has a mission to help impact and inspire hundreds of thousands of people to take their life and their business to the next level and get more out of what they want in life. We actually recorded this episode with no power. (laughs) Yeah, Eric was running off a generator during our conversation. So this is our first non-power international conversation on the show. We talk about risk without reflection, coaching versus consulting, increasing productivity, and going offline to enjoy life. All right, let's dig in. All right, Eric, can I get an oh yeah? Oh yeah. Nice, nice, nice. I'm always excited to talk with successful people successful business owners and entrepreneurs who are doing amazing things in the business world. So thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. Um, I want to know um, a, a lot about you. In fact, feel free to go all the way back to the day you were born, or you can start more current day. Tell us about yourself. Lord, I am too old to go all the way back. This is not going to be a mini series. Um <laughs> But, you know, it is said that the the two greatest days in your life are the one that you're born and the second is when you design or discover your purpose. And so I guess I could pick the second date when I really discovered my purpose or my passion. And that would be when I started really coaching and, tr- well, see, I, I thought it was that, but really when I began into real estate and I was able to use my ability to communicate, to help people get what they want. And often it was selling their home or buying their home. And then when I realized the power of words and being able to to use what I do really well to guide people to where they wanted to be, I became a coach and then I became a trainer. And it just, it kept evolving and evolving to where I'm at today. So I would have to say when I when I finally realized that by being of service to people, with my talents and my gifts is when it was like, okay, that's my second birthday. That's the day I discovered my purpose. So what's, um, what's your favorite thing to do, Eric? Now, if you would ask my family, they would say work. 
<laughs> but they wouldn't be far off. And I, it goes really honest to that because when you're doing what you love, you're loving what you're doing and other people think it's work. But when it's not that, it is going total non-digital disconnect, like down in the dirt with my kids, walking on the beach, surfing, going in the woods, as far away from anything electronic as I can because in that disconnecting, I sort of get to reconnect. And so it doesn't matter what it is as long as it's outside in motion. If you had to identify one thing what would you say your superpower is? I actually told somebody that this morning. That's kind of funny that you asked that question. To be able to ask questions or to be a catalyst in a room through the questions I ask. Now, what does that look like? Give us, give, give us one, one example. So often, especially as a coach and a business coach and consultant, people can only see like that 5 or 10% that's right in front of them. And they keep walking into that wall, walking into that wall, walking into that wall. And often I'll walk up and I'll ask, did, did you see the red door like three steps to your left? And they're like, oh my gosh, no. Where'd that come from? I'm like, oh, okay. Seemed pretty obvious to me. Because I'm able to not only come in with a fresh perspective, but because I'm willing to detach sometimes, the questions that I'm able to ask as a coach and a consultant often allow people to be like, oh my gosh, we never thought of that. There's a new opportunity. There's the solution. There's whatever. And sometimes I walk away going, it was pretty obvious to the rest of us in the room. But again, we get so blinded by our own stuff that we forget to stop and ask ourselves a few simple questions once we get started. One of the things that you mentioned in your answer is that you uh, you do coaching. And uh, in surprise, now that's one thing that we do as well. And oftentimes I get the question, why in the world as a business coach consultant, would you invite other business coaches on your show to promote their business? Talk a little bit about how how do you get to a point in your business where you are confident in what you do and understand that the, the folks who you are sent there to help are for you to help. Talk a little bit about that. Um, I guess that awareness and uh, that confidence. How do you, how do, how do you get there? Oh, wow. That's, I mean, bravo for you on that question. And it, I can tell it comes from a place like one of my favorite author, authors, Wallace D. Waddle, who talks about competition versus creativity. I learned a long time ago that if I am focused on competition and mine and not theirs and what they got could be mine, that my I can only get so much. Like I've got to spend all my time jumping over the fence and stealing from you and bringing it back. That when I started networking with other coaches and business coaches and mindset coaches and success coaches and weight loss coaches, and you know we all have different titles, that not only was I learning and gaining new tools and talents to help the people that were placed in front of me to be service. But I'd often go like, you know what? You and I aren't together right now. This season that we're trying to create between you and me coaching client isn't working. You need to go over here. And just like an athlete may go and get a strength trainer, a nutritional trainer, and then a, a mindset trainer, and then a, a, a skills trainer, they're all focused on the same thing, bringing the best out in the athlete. And I think those of us in the coaching industry that really want the best for our clients aren't afraid to say something to the effect of, eh, not me. I'm not the right guy. 
I'm not the right person. I'm not the right time for you. Go see so-and-so because I know what he's got and he's got what you need right now. Exactly. And one of the things, and I don't want to call it a frustration necessarily, but it's it, one thing that does um, bother me is the lack of understanding from business owners that they need a coach. And like you said, you may need multiple coaches. You know, you may need a sales coach. You may need a mindset coach. You may need a motivational coach, but uh, just I, I liken it to athlete, uh, athletes as well. It's like LeBron James does not become LeBron James even given his his just raw talent and ability without having coaches along the way that can help him identify blind spots and um and work on the things that he needs to work on in order to get better. So speak to that a little bit. How do we in this industry, in this business, raise the awareness of the need for a, a coach and the fact that if you're in business, you should at least have one coach that's helping you along the way. I love the way you say that because as a coach, I actually have two coaches. <laughs> you know, it's almost like every therapist probably has a therapist. Mm -hmm. But the more example would be this morning I was on the call with a client. I've been sort of like showing the mirror, like, can you see you? Can you see you? Can you see you? I'm trying to get. And then this morning she jumps on the call and she said, you know what? I was on the plane and I was doing this. And she's a very successful business person. I mean, she's not sitting in the back of the plane. She's up in the front and she's taken some, and all of a sudden she said, I just started writing and I couldn't stop and I couldn't stop. And when I finished looking at it, it was like all the stuff you told me finally came out and I could see it. I was like, oh, you did it. You saw what I saw. You heard the answers that had been sitting inside you to the questions that I've been asking you. And had you not had a coach in your in your sphere, how much longer would it have taken you to get to that breakthrough? You may have gotten there on your own. You may not. Nobody knows. But you came to me because you wanted to accelerate your growth or create a change. And that's what a coach does. Now, if you're happy with status quo, bottom line, living life as it is, never want to see it change because it's always going to roll back downhill anyhow, then you're not open to coaching. But those people in business in life who are like, you know what? I know I'm bigger on the inside than I'm showing up on the outside. Somebody point me in the direction. That's the people that will come to a coach quickly. One of the other things that I like to get other uh, takes on is what's the difference between a coach and a consultant? Ooh. So I sometimes, and I will say that I, I travel the spectrum with certain people. So I may come in as a trainer, which is kind of front of the room information dump. Like, I am here to present an idea, a thought, a process, a product to you. I'm just going to train you on it. And then I may, they may say, well, we really love that, but how could we incorporate that into our business, into our team, into what we're doing? And I may sit down with them as a consultant at that point, and I'll say, this is what my next best step would be for you, or this is what I recommend, or you may only need me for this small piece of the pie, so let me just show you how to get that done. And then on the coaching side... It's a longer term journey like, okay, we've now put our foot upon the path and you want me to stay alongside you so you gain the momentum, gain the discipline, gain the success and the accountability you need. So a consultant to me is, or in my role as a consultant, I will often come in and observe, observe and mentor, whereas more coaching for me is a lot more questionings and pulling you in 
as opposed to pushing you in a direction. Wonderful, wonderful answer. I got I gained some insights there as well. <laughs> I never um, looked at it as from the the trainer perspective. So I'll add that to my um, my toolkit. <laughs> see, we're see that's why great coaches get together is because we like bounce and we grow. Speaking of growth, what are some of your keys to success? Ooh. Um. The first one was, I think when I realized that there was no permanent record, all my life I had been threatened with, that's going to go on your permanent record. When I discovered that there really wasn't a permanent record, that somebody was going to meet me in front of some door someday and show me, I realized that it was okay to take a lot more risks. And so once I started taking risks, I sort of built that risk muscle up like, oh, that wasn't as bad. And that wasn't as bad. And now it's getting easier to take risks. But the other side of risk is reflection. You can't just keep jumping off a cliff and wondering why you're not flying without slowing down and going, okay, what was missing? What was supposed to happen and what didn't happen and what was in between those two things and how can I grow into it? So risking and reflection are really the two pieces that now when somebody presents me with an opportunity, I'm like, okay, what's the risk? Yeah, I can absorb that risk. I can take that risk. I'm prepared for that risk. But I won't do it without building in reflection time at the end of the day, the week, the project, the month, whatever. So if you had to complete this sentence based on what you just said, risk without reflection is wasted time. Wasted time. Let's take a quick break from this awesome conversation for a quick message from our sponsor. Seems everyone is podcasting these days. But if you want to do it right and stand out from the crowd, you need to contact Enterprise Now. E-Now Podcast Solutions is second to none in providing best-in-class customer service and delivering top-quality podcast production. Podcast editing can be time-consuming and tedious. You're a podcaster. That's what you do best. Let us do the dirty work for you. Besides, it's what we do best. Then all you have to do is your awesome show. We can help with basic editing, mixing, promotion, delivery, tagging, and pro editing. Whatever you need, we can do it for you. Check us out and see all the ways we can make your podcast sound amazing and professional. Visit enterprise-now.biz slash production. Let's switch gears um, uh, slightly here. And I'd like to know if you could meet anyone in the world, who would it be? And what would you say to them? The person that came to my mind as you were asking it is probably myself and somewhere around 11 to 13 years old. And what I would tell them or tell me is you're enough. You're okay. Um, that was a difficult time for me as a kid, and I know I probably carried it well past my teens and into my 20s and maybe even to my 30s that I sabotaged myself a lot. Had If, if I could go back to that person, you know, that 11, 13-year-old that's just beginning to, to build those doubts and those negative mindsets and all of the things that happened during those years and be able to say, you're okay, you're enough, stay the course. Oof, my life would be different. Now, one of the things that I often wonder is if I had that opportunity, would I, what kind of things would I tell myself? Because I'm, I'm a firm believer that everything that happens 
causes something else to happen and causes something else to happen. So it's sort of like the butterfly effect movie, mm-hmm. right? So if I go back to my, my earlier self and I say, well, you know, don't, don't take this job or don't, don't take that last second shot. Would that affect where I am today? And maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I always wonder uh, if I had that opportunity, would I, would I risk it, right? Risk without reflection is wasted time. Uh, that's really good stuff. I guess when I when I when I thought about it, I don't see saying something like buy Apple stock, you know, because that would mm-hmm. definitely alter the course of the universe. A little bit, but really, yeah, boy, <laughs> wouldn't it? But really, just being able to give my eleven, thirteen-year-old self one of those heart-to-heart hugs, like you know that that we really sometimes go in some people's lives decades without feeling that that heart to heart hug. I see you. I know you and you're okay. Kind of hug. I think, and I work with a lot of foster care kids and I, and so maybe that's why every time I see a kid in that 11 to 13, 14 year old gap where I know that if they could get the hug from me today, it could change their life. I step up. I definitely can attest to that. There are there are very specific uh, specific moments in my life where I can point to to say it was at that moment where I realized this and that changed the trajectory of my life. Um, and, and again, not only my life, but of my my future wife and my future children. So it really changed the trajectory of multiple um, lives. So I definitely can identify there. So let's um let's switch switch gears a little bit here and talk about your business, what it is that you do, and um give us the guts. Give me the guts. You know, my my kids ask me the same question. What do you do all day, Dad? I'm like, well, I talk to people, and they pay you for that. I'm like, yes, <laughs> they do. My son thinks it's the coolest thing in the world. Like, you get to put on headsets and sit in front of a microphone and talk to people all day, and they pay you for that. I'm like, well, understand that there's a little bit more to it. Um, I have developed in success coaching for me. So a little bit of background to understand maybe the difference of how I see my, my role in people's life is I was very successful in corporate America. I was traveling around the world. I was installing it systems and production systems. And, you know, it was the, the mid six figure kind of job that people talk about and it was all beautiful. Um, but that was all there was. I was 100% invested in that like 10% of my life, the job. And my kids came along. We um, actually, through an adoption process, we received two wonderful kids. And through a moment, I realized that it was all going backwards. I mean, I was just, I was never there. I was disengaged. I stopped being invited to things. The kids really expected me just to show up maybe on Saturday morning for an hour. And something broke. Something broke. And it was like, really? Why am I chasing success? Why am I just stuck on this hamster wheel and it doesn't even fit? So I completely unplugged from it all and and retooled my life. And so when I talk about success, it's living daily in success, looking at your vision statement, looking at your mission statement, looking at your life statement, and figuring out what actions you can take today to be as harmonious to that as you can, to keep that that vision and mission statement centered to 
every action you do, whether it's in business or finance or fitness or in health or relationship. So my goal is to teach you how to live successfully into who you were, as I personally believe, divinely created to be. And so when my son says, oh, you get paid for talking to people, um, I get paid for hearing people's hearts sometimes, hearing people's desires, and then reflecting it back to them in a way that they can hear it maybe for the first time. Give us a little insight. You mentioned before that you early on, you knew that you had a skill set to ask the right questions, to be the catalyst in the room uh, to help people. How would how did you settle in on what you're you're doing today specifically? How did how did that happen? Uh, you know, um, I'm a big believer in being pulled into things, and so I began training other realtors and other agents and other brokerages, and then I would meet with somebody and they're like, "But I'm not getting it." And I'd start asking questions like, "You know, you're really good at this," and I'm like, "Really? You think so?" And then I had people starting seeking me out, like, "Could you help me with?" I'd be willing to pay you if you would just help me. And it's like, really? And so over time, as other people's confidence um, was placed in me, I started to borrow it. And I'm like, okay, maybe I do have a talent for this. So I went out and I got certified and I ended up taking a ton of classes and lots of hours so that I really knew what I was doing. I wasn't just flinging it at the wall and calling it. Um, And I continually study people in business and mindset and psychology and all of that. I mean, I make a habit of reading at least 200 pages a month in something industry related. So now I'm at book number, I think, 17 for the year. And if you would look at the the course of them, they're either on coaching, they're on business, they're on uh, success, they're on entrepreneurship, you know, things like that. Because I love to learn and then transfer that learning. And so I think it's a dual-edged thing that people began to believe in me. And when I started to believe in myself, it accelerated my growth, which accelerated the number of people that were believing in me. That now I have clients that are running really big company. I mean, sometimes I'm a little shocked. I'm like, y'all know how big of a company you're running. And they're like, we just need to talk to you. I'm like, okay, come on. <laughs> you know, if you want me, I'm here. Um, but I also believe that it's a matter of integrity and trust because I'll also turn to somebody and say, I, I'm, I'm not connecting with it. I don't understand it. You need to find somebody else. I hear the, your advice to your 11-year-old self coming out, um, just telling yourself that you're enough and you're okay when you're, you're speaking about working with these um, largely successful companies and you're like, oh, you guys want to talk to me? Uh, so it's really <laughs> cool to hear you taking your own advice. <laughs> you know, it can be overwhelming when somebody that's an entrepreneur that started literally with like a bucket in their hand and now their company is worth 30 or $40 million calls and said, would you consider being my business coach? I'm like, Hmm, well, may I ask how you came, how, how, how you came in contact with me? And like, well, I was speaking to so-and-so who spoke to so-and-so who told me about your success, their success and said a piece of it was because of what you did. And I'm like, okay, okay, let me see what we can do. We don't have to be married forever. We'll, we'll, we'll see what the journey brings. That is awesome. Awesome. So Eric, wrapping things up, give the enterprisers one actionable tip or step to improve their lives or businesses today. Take an action, any action. I don't care if it's tying your shoes instead of doing right first and then left, do left, then right. 
break the pattern that you're in, and then reflect on it. So often we think that the next action has to be huge, like we have to invest big money or big time or big resources. And if we just shift just one degree, just one degree, like I've been told that if the the uh, astronauts have been one degree off instead of hitting the moon, they would have crashed into the sun kind of thing. I mean, that's a big difference that maybe if you just shift one degree in your life, just one degree, a whole new world will open up for you. Wow. That is superb, superb advice. So Eric, if people want to reach out to you to connect, how can they do that? Um, the easiest way is probably just find me on Facebook, Eric. G-R-E-I-D, Eric G. Reed. And I am there every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern doing about a 20-minute success business mindset building thing. And, you know, from there, we can connect in a variety of other places. All right, enterprisers, that was awesome. I'm not sure, I'm not, you know, sure if you if you got all of that written down. If you're driving, don't write it down. But when you get settled, Take notes. That was an awesome, awesome episode. And I wish I could take credit for it, but it's all because of Eric, his knowledge, his wisdom, and his experience. So thanks again, Eric, for for being with us and sharing your knowledge, your wisdom, and your golden nuggets, as I like to call them. Head on out to the website, guys, and download our three P's to empowerment. Uh, worksheet. This is going to get you on the right path so that you're operating in your maximum awesomeness. All right. Thanks guys for your support. We would not be able to do what we do without you. So thank you guys. And we'll talk with you next week. What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance operations? Shoot me an email mayor at podcasttown.net. I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.